0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sounds Japanese-Canadian to Me. Stories from the stage. In this podcast, we are taking a look at Japanese-Canadian artists across the country in order to catalogue some of the ideas and the thoughts that are happening right now, both artistically and politically. Now for this episode, we are headed to the interior of B.C., down in Nelson to speak with Hiromoto Ide. Without giving too much away, how about a quick sneak peek into the world of Hiromoto?
1: I made a piece with a chainsaw. It's never were crazy because I'm not Canadian enough. Ah. I'm not Japanese.
0: You're not Canadian enough for a chainsaw? No. This interview really was a delight, and I hope you have as much fun as I did talking with Hiromoto. I'll invite you now to take your seats here in the theater of the mind as we get ready for a really special piece and a special conversation. Lights up on Hiromoto Ida.
1: My name is Hiromoto Ida. These are my story from the stage. Slowly, slowly, lights going up. There's no set on the stage, empty space. There's not even drape or black curtain behind or front just a bare brick stage. Lights go up, but still no one is there. Maybe 50 seconds, 60 seconds still known as there. People were wondering, uh, where is he? Where is Hiromoto Ida? We never heard that name. Maybe he forgot about the show. Maybe he's sitting among the audience beside you. It sounds like he's a Japanese man, so we should look for some kind of Japanese man everywhere. But somehow you cannot find it, and then slowly you could see. Bubbling right is floating everywhere in the theater, not just the stage. You are in the audience, wall, entrance, down the aisles, and then stage hitting a few times, and then bang. There is uh, me. Hiromoto Ida, on the corner of the stage, not the center yet, he's kind of rolling like a little ball. And he rolling, come towards the center, like make like a little ball. And then slowly he's starting opening. He is not that young. He got lots of gray hair and costume it doesn't have any costume but it's not naked it's uh i don't know like a surround wrap you could put in a surround wrap or oh, your body and then that's his starting okay but and yeah. then
0: and then slowly so yeah. slowly <laughs> you see me your host <laughs> and i'm gonna i'm gonna pull some of the uh, uh the saran you roll. And he, yeah you roll you roll and then we hit the edge of the stage maybe and we start yeah. the conversation yeah. <laughs> i didn't know how to stop like yeah. <laughs> that could be a whole piece right there i know <laughs> that's
1: great uh thanks hido uh, this um, is all improvisation
0: great introduction to, to you um <laughs> so i guess a a brief welcome who are you what do you do you live in nelson bc
1: yeah you you
0: were born in tokyo yes and you studied acting in japan yes and then you came over to vancouver yes a few decades ago now (laughs) 1987 Wow, i was one year old there's a new smartphone. And we were both in Vancouver. Oh yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I was born born, in Vancouver? I was born in Vancouver. I grew up in Burnaby. Oh ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then you got you got roped into dance in Vancouver.
1: Yes. Somehow. How did that happen?
0: How did how did you take that step into dance?
1: Well, in Japan when I was uh, training as an actor, i still we have like a dance class. Like a mm. Japanese uh, no theater, also Nichibu, Japanese traditional dance with wearing kimono and stuff. Also like a modern dance, like a West style dance. So we have to take those class and then, and then I always like that moving using my body more, mm. not so much just talking, talking. And then uh, also when I see. Uh, theater in Tokyo, most theater just like playing. So talking, talking, but uh, I really liked uh, physical theater. I guess when you say now, mm. I don't like somehow say physical theater, it's kind of. You don't, <laughs> don't like know. it. <laughs> it's experimental. Yeah, that time.
0: I, I use dance
1: theater. Dance theater, yeah. I, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, and then, uh, so when I came to Vancouver, it's it's a really long story. It's a grandpa's long story. So I won't tell a long story. <laughs> but anyway, I met someone who knows Karen James dance. Karen James dance Company. So she introduced me, and then uh, I didn't know anything. Like I'm not a dancer, right? I'm not a dancer. I'm not gonna wear those tight stuff. And then <laughs> so uh, then I have no idea. I just come to Canada because mountain. Not from dance. I just come here to get the nature, you know. Yeah,
0: you. Uh, I, I read you were looking at being a, a mountain guide at one point.
1: How do you know those? <laughs> it's good studying. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking. What a research. Uh, <laughs> should I go to uh, uh, France, like those, you know, Alps mountain to be <laughs> a guide, or to go to Canada? So I tried to aim in Whistler first to uh, uh, live in Whistler. At that time, Whistler didn't have anything. Just like still. Building so many hotels, so sad, and nothing happening just construction, (laughs) bunch of construction. So, I don't want to stay here, it's nothing happening. So, went to Vancouver, but anyway, and then then I met someone, and then I wanted to try dance. And then, do they pay? I asked, like, yeah, they pay weekly, like, what they pay? Okay, and you know, in Tokyo, nobody actor doesn't get paid that much, everybody has a second job. And then, so uh, I was fearless because, you know, I'm not a dancer, so I don't have to move like a dancer. I just did that.
0: That was my experience, too. I I started in acting. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I went to the University of Calgary through the drama department. Theater. oh. And then theater led to kids theater, which led to physical theater, which led to movement and dance, contemporary Uh, dance.
1: and. uh, How come did you decide to... uh, do theater, like a really honest street.
0: Well, in high school, there's that one kind of career planning course that challenged you like, really, like, let's think about it. What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah, like, yeah. What, what could you imagine yourself as? Yeah. And the most enjoyable job that I could think of was a drama teacher. I never fathomed being a professional at it, but, mm-hmm. but being like a, a theater teacher. Uh, a drama teacher it made a lot of sense. I really dug my drama teacher. Um, Not the had... performer. No, I didn't. I didn't think it. I didn't think of performing.
1: Is that because like uh, more reality? You want to get job. Yeah. Paid, right?
0: Yeah, and and who yeah. like as a kid, especially I don't know, I don't know, maybe you had a different experience, but as a yeah. kid, I was like, who do I know that's a professional actor or professional? Yeah, producer? right. Like that's just so far out of my imagination oh, at the time. Yeah. and yeah. it wasn't until i got to university and was yeah. like oh you you all want to be like doing this as a profession <laughs> we can do
1: that <laughs> i don't know can we <laughs> yeah t-
0: yeah exactly i don't know I, I mean we're still doing it i guess so <laughs> yeah, i guess and and as you spoke about that fearlessness in the same way i approached theater as, yeah. as i approached dance is I have nothing to lose.
1: Um, How did you approach dance, though? Did you, like, did you go to dance company, or you were just- I started, have, have
0: you heard of Denise Clark with One Yellow Rabbit? Hmm. And she does a lot of physical theater. She does a yeah, lot yeah, of like, yeah. Vote, vote vocab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through university, I studied under the rabbits. And that led to my participation in the summer lab. Oh. And then I became Denise Clark's assistant uh, oh. director for some of her physical- Assistant teachers. director, hooray! Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> uh, and so that was kind of the a few of the dominoes that fell into place.
1: <laughs> no, I love this. So that's good. They must and, be you. But pace. you
0: too, hey? Uh, you you caught on with the dance company and and before long you were a, a, a company member.
1: Yeah, I know. Then. Uh, did you take a dance class
0: eventually yeah yeah i had to get my technical training (laughs) a little higher
1: that was really hard like you know among the all professional right they're good oh yeah that muscle
0: yeah the muscle of seeing something once and then being able to repeat it in your body
1: that's incredible that's
0: so incredible
1: i can't remember so i kept basically fast like two years i kept watching everybody's feet and then go this and go this. And then I couldn't just fall. And then I get really, you know, depressed. Like, oh, i good. Like, just like this so fast. To hmm. you know, once teacher say, one, two, three, three, four, five. And I never count. Huh. I hated count. Really? Yeah. Like, so huh. it's just like, I don't count. So I just go with uh, this flow. And then, hmm. uh, yeah, they are fast. So I had a bold uh, spot here from stress. Wow. Yeah, I lose my hair. That, wow. I was like 30. No, 25, 27.
0: For you to stick around, though, even I mean, even for two years, if you yeah. weren't technically the strongest, what were you good at in that, in that role, in that company? What was your strong point?
1: I think the train as an actor. Also, that's a good question. I was thinking, because I couldn't speak English that well. So, in a society that city, you don't have a place to be, except on the stage. So this is my place, right? Mm. So this is my soul. If I don't have a desk, I'm not exist in here in Canada. When you go rehearse and improvisation, people kind of, you know, let's do it, kind of really more relaxing. But uh, I try to go to always to that edge like if I lose this, I don't have anything. Like, I'm not exist. People don't see me. So, that kind of edge was there. Like, you know, the boxer, when you're mm-hmm. no famous, no money, they like, you know, that. that. Yeah,
0: the, the stakes are high.
1: Yeah, exactly. Nice. And then that something, when you watch people, those people, are like, oh my God, what's happening with him? Like, really, they have some droning there. Something grab you, like, why he has to go that far mm. what i'm interesting about him wow. you know that totally hundred percent on the stage yeah and then maybe he doesn't mind if he after he died this show that kind of you know <laughs> wow what
0: do you think yeah i think so there's something uh, there's performers that draw your eye and you're not sure why sometimes yeah and and some are just technically masterful yeah. You yeah. can do absolutely really. anything. Yeah. And, and some have some kind of internal life going. Yeah, yeah exactly. Some, whether it's a, I always love to think of it in story, and that's what my acting has given my dance is that mm. no matter what movement I'm doing, mm. I, can, I can figure out a story. The that's
1: right. <laughs> I found that with the Karen. Like you know, I am be an actor, right? Do, do this, do that, do that. Do roll there. And they can ask Karen, how come I suddenly roll here? Like I kept asking the inner reason, emotional reason, right? Yeah. But here, it's okay, just do the count. Five, three. No, no, you have to move faster, like faster. Because in acting, acting is sometimes they talk too much, they smoke and drink and again they talk about inside what's the emotional here, blah 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 blah. Too much talking and thinking. I found it sometimes just a move, and when you're moving it emotional come after, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's mm-hmm. not always okay, I'm this sad, so I'm gonna I'm sad. But it's I'm not sad, but when your body goes like this and then you could see it, you're feeling kind of changing inside. Now I'm just thinking, no 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 sometimes just the moving is good too. To mm-hmm. because in your real life, right, you don't plan anything but just, and the body change your feeling, but then suddenly emotional come after when you really think about it. So that's <laughs> like, you know, what's really reality is like a difference. So that's, I was quite nice to learn the dancing movement. Just sh- shut up and just move.
0: <laughs> I want to encourage our listeners right now to really picture, I think both me and Hiro, very physically active as, <laughs> as we're, as we're <laughs> speaking about this. We're all over the, the, the map here. <laughs> but but I, I would agree, in a way, my theater training felt like it had to go through words and through my brain first. Yes. Yeah. And then, it, and then it, it came out through a certain filter and it didn't feel, it didn't resonate. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in the dance practice, it was complete opposite. It's like, do this movement, yeah. you figure out why.
1: Yeah, uh, But it, yes, because my, I'm not sure. But also maybe it's a good thing, you have a bridges, you know, both dance and acting because you could see from different approach. Mm. You have a many ways to make when you create, right? Like you creating a show, it's different if you performer, just performer. Same things if you just performers among, you know, do this movement. Mm. But like what you said, you could make all the story inside. That makes really strong to for the audience watching. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing you doing same movement with dancer B and then Kunji, but somehow I kept watching Kunji. I don't know why they're doing same things, but. Can you have something inside. Like mm. Sometimes I, interesting when you go perform and I watch dance, I know I am watching movement, but I watch their face and their eye, mm. like a face expression. I do lots of face, ex, I, I could say I'm a face dancer. Sometimes I don't move. I just put like this black screen and then showing my face like this. And you face dance with, with music.
0: <laughs>
1: so it's called face dancer. That's great. Especially I, when you're getting old.
0: <laughs> Easier on the body, hey? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how do you, here's my next question. How do you know when it, when your piece that you're developing is going to be dance or theater or face dance?
1: You know, I wasn't creator at all. I was just dancer. Mm. I like saying I'm a just dancer. So finally, I'm getting free from these dance things. Because I was working in dance company for like seven, eight years. And then working with all those choreographers. Still in, within your body, mm. you have the choreographer left over. So when try to make a first time like a choreographer, like I'm doing their movement, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, this is not me. Like, that's not me. So I end up like, what's me? Then I'm just standing still in the <laughs> rehearsal studio. Like, there's nothing in me, my movement. I don't like choreograph. Like, it hmm. doesn't really matter go this way or go more this way. Right. Like, uh, I like making more story. Like, uh, when you apply the grant, <laughs> yeah. you apply as a dance. But these days, my movement getting getting closer to more theater play, than starting not dancing that much. Then I always feel bad to applying money from dance section of the Canada Council.
0: I agree. I had the same thing, and and I I applied for both dance and theater. Well, be Yes. Yeah, don't. They're, they're not listening. I don't know <laughs> if they're tuning into this. Canada Council, if you're listening, turn off <laughs> your pod, mute for a second. But I did the same thing, and and I applied to both, and because I am a playwright, and I'm a, I'm an actor, and there's some pieces that have zero dance, but I got I got denied as <laughs> as an, you know. uh, as an actor as a theater artist. Yeah. And I got accepted as a dance artist. Okay. Similar. I feel yeah. kinda weird about saying, well, here's my dance application.
1: Yeah. But who cares? It's okay. These days, finally, like you know, here don't worry about it. Just make what you want to see, right? Mm. Your imagination. It's okay, just don't be afraid. Just be you imagine what you want to see.
0: Mm.
1: You know, you know that feeling, right? Yeah. So hard though. But that's the fun part of making, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I
0: mean, every piece has its own uh, ecology.
1: That's right. Of it. Yeah, right. yeah. So,
0: tell me a bit more about the process of finding your voice.
1: Like, that's how long? Really how long did it take
0: <laughs> you to, from standing still to finding what you wanted to say?
1: I want to hear about that process from you because I'm having. I always want to ask people, like, not just dance people, because. <laughs> For me, how to make is these days, there's like a last piece I made, a birthday present for myself. Yes. That was, I really loved it. And then uh, all the process was the the music called Birthday Present for Myself by Papello Karmanov, Russian composer. That triggered my somewhere. And then, you know, it's like those um, magnet go into the sand and then poof, all the sound coming into the magnet. Wow, beautiful. That match. kind of image. I have everything I had it before, like uh, you know, even two years ago, three years ago, you know, when you make, you have the idea but didn't happen. Put it in somewhere and then under the drawer somewhere, disappear. And then no, this is another idea, good idea, but no really, I'm not sure. So go to another drawer. And then those things suddenly, oh yeah, I could use that one. Oh, I could use that one. Oh, I could even that, then just starting. And then all those ingredients is like, uh, just feels like I'm the, the chef, you know, should I make a Chinese or a Greek or a Canadian burger, but maybe make a international food, right? Like yeah. a Turkish, Japanese sushi roll with a pizza sauce on top. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess speaking of that how how much of your artistic food is flavored by your experience as a Japanese or, or a Japanese Canadian?
1: Like, uh, I think what's different Japanese Canadian and Japanese me like me English you guys speak perfect beautiful English um with Japanese kind of half Japanese kind of face That's perfect so understand. yeah it's basically I cannot change this body and face right as a performer this is our like uh, instrument. Mm-hmm. So we can't change our instrument from a violin to a piano. So I thought, I was thinking that's the good things about contemporary dance, like uh ratio doesn't really show that much unless you really make a theme, you know? But it's like a movie or whenever the audience, uh, audition I do always Totally Japanese, right? Japanese businessman, Japanese scientist, uh, Yakuza man, just all same. Like, uh, you know, so this is my tool. So you can't really go wider imagination. Mm-hmm. But the dance and theater could go imagination. Also, when you're creating, I, I'm i getting really tired of my face, my movement, all the same. <laughs> And maybe you're still young, so you don't have that. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing the same things over and over. Like, uh, especially maybe because I'm like living in this mountain place, I don't see any, anything else. Mm. So uh I can really tired. Of, I want, I want to dance without face. Like, you know, just disappearing from me or from you, I and mean, then just pure movement. And then so I was thinking mask at one point. And then if it's a mask, I always like no mask, rather than other European mask. So I was idea, I was thinking, and then the matching with this. So that was when you say Japanese taste, it's Japanese flavor. But also when I made that piece, I video <clears throat> I show it to my Japanese friend in Japan, I send it. They see more totally different than Canadian audience because mm. I, oh, I saw that the river, um, river was there. That must be, it's called Sans River. Sans River in Japanese is when you arrive, mm. when you die, you cross the river and you go to the other side. That's mm. the people who left uh, this world. You know, I don't say death, death world, but because, Kind of like a zombie feeling, like this. Right. Just yeah, the yeah. other side of the river. Sure. And then I was, I didn't consciously write or anything, but I did this river movement when he's dying. And then my Japanese friend, he got it right away. That was a Sans River you're doing, it, did you? And then, yeah, I guess so. Like, that's right. Maybe I am really Japanese, that part. And then, Canadian audience didn't have those concepts for the cross the river after you die, right? Mm. So those are interesting, just come from like a, like a little fume from my body or my brain. So those flavor, I guess, come out from me without uh, noticing.
0: Yeah, you've spoken a bit about, you said that your, your home was on the stage. That's, that's where you feel um, at home. And now with this conversation of audiences not exactly connecting to the work, perhaps, um, in in a full way, can you speak about your experience of of finding yourself in between being at home in Japan and being at home in Canada, in, in BC?
1: Japan is getting very far away. And this is a good, really, uh, timing you ask me this. Uh, now I live in Canada longer than what I grew up in Japan. Wow. But I still like told them, oh, look, I'm Japanese, same as like, you know, 30 years ago. But when I go back to Japan, first, like the way they talk, very vague, like here English, I think this. I'm sad. I'm uh, mad. Like uh, where's my reservation disappear? Right. Oh, mm, mm. me. But in Japan, I started finding they just mingling, disappearing with the flow of the river. So that I could feel like oh, that's what they're talking about. It is good. Also, it is bad. Somehow, your life is just disappear among with the other, and you die. And just I didn't like it when I was young, twenty five. You Someone know? else
0: brought up the 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 Japanese saying of the nail that hangs out gets hammered.
1: Oh yeah 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 exactly or that yeah, idea
0: yeah. of don't stick out don't yeah. be different yeah I'm doing
1: those frock things have you done
0: yeah yeah I've done good. flocking yeah
1: lovely flocking Japanese people are good with the flocking because they don't say me me like I'm the here right. Mm. They, over the floor, they, so they're really good sensing the other people's movement or emotional. Mm-hmm. And when I think about Japan, like, oh, yeah, that part is Japan's, I like it. Just people like harmonizing, right? Mm. Go back to Japan. And the first one week, 10 days is good, but starting really like, no, I really don't like this way that much. <laughs> it's mm. just, and then also the Getting Japan, my home country, became my imagination. Ah. Home, you like it. You want to see it in your brain. So every time I go there, I kind of really broken my heart. Mm. That was just my imagination. Yeah. uh, So who am I? And then you come to Canada. Canada is good part is just uh, I could be me. I don't have to pretend that much when you watch that side of the people in Canada they're all alive like you know by the way good way they're just like it's me yeah (laughs) it's it's beautiful as an independent it's beautiful but when they get group it's oh I don't know They're so loud and just yeah different and talking about uh, not belonging anywhere is okay you don't belong in Japan anymore you don't belong to Canada but most like artists is like probably same. They're not belonging anywhere. They're alone. <laughs> Everybody likes belonging somewhere, like art society, or you know, West Canada Dance Group or you know, all those things. But I like talking with someone not belonging anywhere. And then I could see the loneliness or aloneness. It's not a bad way or sad way, just you live by yourself in this big universe. Like I'm same. Mm. It's you know mm. going kind of things, like you know, cut the shoulder. And then that's what I like also, you know, when you make the each show, each dance, I always ask why I'm doing this. That sense like why I'm making this show. Do I have to make this? And do I have to make some do I have to say something to someone? Mm. Right? Like otherwise you can just you could dance by yourself in the living room and then oh that feels good that was the <laughs> and then disappear. That's okay, right? But why I'm showing it to other people is like each performer, if you really ask that always like honestly, mm. you could say, oh, because I become a famous. I want to become a good so people said Oh, you're good, you're a good dancer. Like, wow, so such an artist, right? yeah i'm an artist that's good sounds good artist but that's okay too but really honest i kept asking why do you want to become rich no 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 with the dance i'm not going to become rich do you want to become famous like yeah, i don't know i don't think people become famous it's contemporary dance maybe within the dance community
0: yeah yeah La kunji
1: in the category yeah yeah i know he's good oh, the... <laughs>
0: When I bring up like Crystal Pite, like to to some of my pals who aren't in the dance world, I'm yeah. like, you can't get much bigger in the oh, dance yeah. world than Crystal Pite and Kid Pivot, and they're like, who? And i was like, are you serious? They're like world superstar, like yeah, Crystal Pite, come on.
1: But, but you I, know what? Someone knows. yeah. But anyway, so uh, forget about those, and I kept as for me the end It's like a. Uh, wasn't that big answer, like well, I wanna perform because no like that, just like okay, someone feel alone like the universe, you don't belong anywhere, that moment. I just wanna share that feeling, and then that's okay, just I wanna just tap their shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's all I doing it, I think, so if it's like really happy people, like you know, I'm so happy right, every day. I guess it, they don't, I don't need it as an audience. They're happy, so they're okay. But someone more edge, someone woke up like you know, why I'm waking up today? Like I don't have to anymore. So would you, know? you say
0: you, you're offering a sense of belonging? through art.
1: I don't know. I'm just on the top the top of the shoulder.
0: Is it connection? Would that be closer?
1: Maybe connection of the people who don't belong anywhere, but because, I, because
0: I think you it, are coming from the space of belonging on the stage, of like not belonging anywhere but on the stage. So from that, that place,
1: that place, that moment
0: to reach out to others and share yeah. that.
1: Yeah. One time that long time ago, when I was running the theater, this is like a graduation speech. He said, "Become artist. I want you guys become artists, Like burn yourself, and then." show the lights to the audience other people rather than you burn and then most people want to have a spotlight on you to show watch me watch me i'm good, right they don't think about so much audience it's not like really giving i don't care about myself i could burn myself just tonight and become ash but if i give it to you something little things or tomorrow woke up like oh okay i will keep going again that's The artist, that's what he said. It's like, I still remember that was 40-some years ago.
0: That really connects with the idea of flow, the Japanese of, of being part
1: of losing self. Exactly, I guess. But it's not sacrifice or anything. Maybe this is like a more like a Buddhist teaching way, probably. Yeah, forget about me, this nature, what's happening, kind of things, I don't know.
0: Uh, going through this this experience of giving, uh, of welcoming those to this yeah. sense of belonging. Yeah, what's the message that you'd say? What do you what, what do you want to say to those people who feel like they don't have a place to belong?
1: I guess only I could do is like uh, I'm same feeling. Look at the stage. That's all I could say. Mm. I don't know, but when I was young, like, you know, 16, 17, got lots of difficult time, right? Those time, young time, like lots of difficult things happening. One thing is, is art is for me, like I go to a museum, quite nice museum. Somehow, like, you know, Van Gogh, whatever, just he was alone painting this. He didn't have money. I don't know, he tried to become famous, but he just had to go in the field by himself. Uh, that makes me feel little strength I could have. Like for me, I guess I grew up the arts as like something giving me strength for the when you week. Or Or poem, reading some poet, I'm rereading Japanese poet, old poet, and then, wow, this person was really lonely, like you know, fifty years ago, about talking about the falls and the leaves and the stuff, but they still come back, and then I could share with them, right? So when I think about me sitting as an audience, what do I want to see me, you know? What do you need? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What would you say to the artist who, having gone through it, is standing there in the rehearsal hall, like when when they're not sure what their voice is, when they're still searching for... Who they are and what they want to say. What would you say to them?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm saying like i have been doing it for this long time, but still, do I even have to say something? That's what I always like. Yeah, so do I really have to say something? Why would I have to keep doing this?
0: I mean, what does it feel like when when the sand accumulates
1: around the magnet? Oh, that point when the creating. Oh, the creating is the good. You can't stop at that time. Every morning or night, the idea coming in. (laughs) They come so fast; I have to write it down.
0: Well, then, what do you what do you do when you're waiting for the magnet to drop and you're just looking at all this sand? How do you how do you carry on looking for the next magnet?
1: (laughs) That's a good point. After that, my magnet doesn't come. (laughs) Only coronavirus came. So. Oh, no. but this is one you know those antenna an- antenna Yeah. everyday antenna is important don't you think so like rather than me 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 just like listening like little seeds here and there and to have that little seeds I think without dance or without arts like everyday life I think you have to really live you live like uh, four and then you feel full, sadness, even happiness and jealousy and all those disappointments, uh, you know, discouragement about yourself. But feel it, really full. Those things, I think, will show in the stage, I hope, as a performer. Mm. Those little things comes up, like, it's, like a fume, like I said. That's the changing with a good performer and just, okay, good technical performer.
0: <laughs> it, it sounds like the, the, you, you have an ability to feel full in your aloneness. Uh, yeah. Can you feel the same fullness and aliveness the way you're speaking about an onstage performer? You, you, can, you can feel it. you can see it. Is, is the same thing possible out in, in, on the streets?
1: Yeah, and then you can make a story, right? It's fun, like watching, like a sitting. train. Uh, <laughs> they used to more fun Be- before. Everybody's doing this, mm. uh, texting, whenever. Now it's all boring. Like uh, everybody have the same position. Mm. Same thing. So this is so good. Like uh, I think I'm really think about this for the next piece. I just mm. you know, just uh, but do you like choreography? Yes, yeah. you do. You get excited to, like, make movement? Yeah,
0: but uh, my my movement is all fueled by story or, or the piece. Okay.
1: And, okay.
0: All, and, like, to honor the... Eco- I love that. The ecology of the performance, the ecology of the work. It It knows what it needs. It knows what it asks
1: for. So before you go... To, okay, you could do rehearsal studio, right? Yeah. Okay, you're going to make something. Before you make movement... Do you have this story or scene or feeling, image?
0: I'd say usually I will have something to go. I'll, I'll have already dropped a magnet into the sand. Oh. Before I, usually, I'll, before I get to the rehearsal hall.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then from that magnet, it'll suggest whatever, however many possibilities. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it's a hundred. Mm. Whereas other performances, right from the get-go, it's like, I've got it. I've got this one thing it's going sure, to
1: be from beginning to end.
0: Oh, yeah, sometimes.
1: Um, and, and it's all yeah. about the
0: ecology of the piece. And, and, and sometimes it knows it's got this full internal system. And sometimes it's like, I don't know, we're over here somewhere. Mm. You find it, you know? And, and so it, it absolutely ranges. Yeah. Too bad you can't
1: be my assistant director.
0: Too bad you can't be mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say, could you direct me? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Kind of, yeah, you could sure why don't you like I could uh, make a grant and then he's gonna direct me about fifty eight years old performers like like sure. I'm in. I think you're gonna make I'm, a good I'm
0: absolutely in.
1: Yeah. That's it.
0: Okay, that's it. Thank you so much for the time, right. for the thoughts.
1: This is the best interview I never had it. Thank you. Ah, wow, thanks, I appreciate that. You're really good at listening. Yeah. You're good at speaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shut up and just dance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that's our episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to Sounds Japanese Canadian to Me. Stories from the stage. A huge thank you to our wonderful guest, Hiromoto Ide. Now, this podcast is co-presented by the National Nikkei Museum and Cultural Center. My name is Kunji Ikeda, and it's an honor to host these sessions. Please feel free to check out more of my own work at www.cloudsway.ca. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, we would be honored if you could like and subscribe and share the podcast with someone else who may enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening.